0: Welcome back to On the Record. I'm Sheila Cast. Here's a stoop story from Taras Jalkiev about having the courage to face the unknown. Good evening, everybody. I'm going to take you a little further uh, than North Carolina. It's on another side of the globe. Uh, it's West Ukraine, little city called Stray. And um, my story with America started very simple. Uh, my dad came home, and he said to me, Taras, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, okay. He must have found out about the bicycle that I broke. (laughs) He's like, no, come here, sit down, we need to talk, I have a question for you. And I go, what is the question? He goes, "Um, we have an opportunity for you to go to U.S. And I'm like, huh, where? He goes, you remember Santa Barbara we watch every night at (laughs) 7? I'm like, yeah, Santa Barbara, Yes. Big houses, pool, parties, that's where I want to go. And he goes, you have an opportunity to go there to learn English. And I'm like, wow, okay. He goes, all you have to do is make up your mind by the morning and let me know. And I missed the part where I forgot to tell you, I'm a 14-year-old boy. Um, and he's talking to me like, like right now. Um, he still talks to me as 14-year-old. But uh, he goes, make up your mind. In the morning time, 9 a.m., let me know, and then we'll figure it out. We're going to go and get you a visa. But it's your decision. However you make that decision up, it's all on you. You go, and then we figure things out. So that was 1998, and that Friday night to Saturday morning was the longest time I ever had. I was not sleeping. I was thinking. I thought about Santa Barbara. I thought about the convertibles. I thought about pools. I thought about everything except, you know, how am I going to go there? Ah, But I want to go and make a dream happen. So I wake up, and I go to my dad at the breakfast table. You know what? I'm ready. I'm going. He goes, you sure? I said, 100%. I'm sure. He goes, you don't speak English. I'm like, I don't know. We'll figure that part out later. Uh, Two weeks later, we go to Kiev. I get my visa. Here I go. I'm flying to JFK. Famous JFK. Good thing on the plane there's nowhere to go, so there's no way back. You just have to land. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a stop signal on the plane. So and the stewardess spoke Ukrainian. And I was like, that must be, you know, very easy. We get to JFK and she speaks with me, she helps me. Um, and again, my dream is completely different what I'm thinking. We're landing, we go to and then this guy, CBP guy, my size, he goes, Where are you going? I'm like, what? What did I do? He goes, where are you coming? Where are you going? And I'm like, uh, Amsterdam. <laughs> and the guy goes, oh, my God, wrong plane. Uh, it's Holland. And I'm like, no, 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 hold on, please, translate, please, you know, get me translator. Because <laughs> I'm not flying again, I need somebody to translate. So they get a translator, and he looks at me, he's like, so where are you going here? And I'm like, New York, Amsterdam. And they're like, okay. They pick up this big book and they go through the cities and they found the city. Oh, Amsterdam, 12010. Yeah. Yeah, we have this city. No, no, not Holland. But he's going with us. And again, I'm 14, so I don't speak English. This translator says you're good to go. Here's your visa. Boom, you go. So <laughs> my dream started. Very nice. no big houses, no pools, nothing, no English. I figured out that this is a dream come true. But there was no way back because I made that decision by myself. So here we go, come to Amsterdam, come adapting. And, uh, you know, the hardest thing is most people don't realize we have dreams, but we don't have uh, courage to take the dreams. But I didn't, I wasn't going to lose that dream, so... Um, every single night for the past ninety days from when I moved to America, when I went to high school and I realized I have no idea what they 're talking to me. why are they looking at me? some people say what 's up some people say what 's down I just, like like hello like why is it what 's up you know and but <laughs> <laughs> I would come home and I would just go to bed and cry for ninety days. I remember cry, and you know what? It's 1998. Uh, international calling wasn't that expensive, or wasn't that cheap. It's a three-dollar phone call, so I could only speak with my dad, mom, and my sister once a week. So whenever I talked to them, I would be like, "Dad, please, please come. You know, it's very hard for me." Or take me back, and he's like, "No, you made that decision. You take that decision. It's all on you." <laughs> So come 90 days, God bless, he heard me, and he came over, so it was a little easier. But, you know, this, um, it's not, the dreams come true when you really, really follow it, so every single day you have to live in power of now, and I can speak of it now, but back then, I just trusted the universe, you know, whatever I'm doing, I'm doing for the right cause, because I really loved the um, opportunity land, as you say now, This is a country where you could make yourself. So come again, 1998 to 2008, I went to high school. I learned some language, which is English, as you know. (laughs) My ESL teacher, God bless her, Miss Olson, she would go on the desk and jump, and I'll be looking at her like, huh, why are you doing this during the class? And she'd just get up and run and say, run. And I'm still like looking, I'm like, in Ukraine, if you get up in the middle of the class, you get hit by the stick. Here in America, everybody's running, jumping, it's like, wow, okay, my dreams do come true, but I didn't know what she was telling me, and she would be like, jump, like, okay, run, and she would run, and now I understand very well that, you know, if it wasn't for her, if it wasn't for Mr. Murdoch, which was the principal of that high school, um, it would be a different lifestyle because it was, you know, every single day was very, very hard to adapt. Especially when you're 14, when all your when your classmates are there, you're just building uh, relationship with people. But you know, then come another part in the United States, which is called USCIS, a phenomenal, phenomenal agency. Uh, you know, you you would think, oh, I'm going to get a green card today. You go apply for one. Wait a day, wait a year, wait two, wait three, wait four, wait five, six, seven. So come 2008, you get a green card. Here you go. You're 2008, 10 years down the road, you got a green card. All these 10 years, you know, now it seems like it's a one day. But back then it was like, why does it take so long? You talk to a grandfather and he's like, why are you not visiting me? And I'm like, Grandpa, I can't come. And he's like, no, you don't want to come? What did I do? I gave you 50 bucks when you left Ukraine. What did I do? You don't have to give it back. (laughs) I couldn't tell him on the phone, hey, you know, the immigration, it's a process. It takes this much time and this process. And if you want to continue living in America, you have to continue really going with the flow and um the other option was to just leave the country, but uh, that's not what I'm all about. So, uh, 2008, um, I moved to Maryland, actually, from upstate New York to Maryland in 2005. In 2007, I met my wife. Um, I'm not going to tell you where she's from, because uh, nowadays Ukraine is at war with this country. <laughs> um, <laughs> So when people say, how do you have dinners, I say, uh, it's, it's America. We're all American citizens, so it's a phenomenal country. But um, 2008, very nice, I flew back to Ukraine. I explained to my grandfather why I didn't show up for 10 years, and he's like, really? 10 years? You could have gotten it here in a year. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, so another 10 years I waited for it to get my citizenship, uh, but all I want to say, uh, as far as the story goes, if people have a dream, they have to follow this dream. Um, they really have to go day by day, step by step. Um, universe has this law of attraction, we meet people. I don't know how I got here today, so I'm here talking to you guys. <laughs> there must be a reason. Um, you know, being Ukrainian and what's going on in Ukraine today, we, you know, I'm grateful for United States and for every single United States citizen that helps Ukraine. And I know why I'm here. I opened, a, I found a company called t Services. We are a staffing agency also. We have a T-Best Chance where we help anybody who wants to stay in the United States, who wants to have an opportunity, who wants to work. We connect uh, em- employers with talents. We connect people with attorneys. We help people to come here. The one thing that this country has and it has the best is... Uh, It's land of opportunity. All you have to do is just take it, work 24-7 and an extra hour to sleep. And that's it. Thank you, guys. That was a Stoop story from Taurus Yakhiv about trusting the universe and following your dreams. We have more information about the Stoop storytelling series, including upcoming live events and the Stoop podcast, at the On the Record page at WYPR.org. I'm Sheila Cast, glad you're with us on the record. Hope your weekend is full of plans.